Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Impossible Until Possible with myself, Ryan Luke. Today, I want to talk about the bleak mid-winter. So there is no doubt about it that as service accommodation operators, we've been through a tough winter. And I'm going to share what I've learned and kind of what my strategy is going forward based on those learnings. As always, before we dive in, don't forget that the episode is sponsored by Luke Stays and iPrap, and you can find the links in the show notes to check those out, plus loads of other stuff if you hit my link tree. So this winter was tough, you know, there's no doubt about it, and I think we're starting to see a lot of people exit the market, which is good for those that remain because it means there's going to be less supply and increased demand, and... Um, Ultimately, it means that the ADRs can go back up. I think the ADRs uh, have been pushed quite low, uh, certainly lower than I've seen in the last few years. And just booking in general, occupancy rates have, have been a lot lower as well. And, you know, just speaking to, um, you know, a, a very good friend who's also in the industry uh, down south. And, you know, they felt exactly the same. And, um, you know, I speak with many people within the industry on a regular basis and in the UK it's definitely um, been a bit of a common theme and you know I don't think we can ever combat you know the British press and how they spin lots of negativity and you know force the the markets as you know chomping on about a recession for months and months and months definitely doesn't help and I think you know disposable income has definitely dropped with uh, rising energy bills and uh, just the cost of living going up, which I think we're going to start seeing a relief on uh, over the next coming months, which will will no doubt help us going into the summer months. But as a whole, the winter was um, very very tough. Uh, certainly one of the toughest I've ever experienced, and you know you've got to. It makes you really look at your your business model as a whole and and your costs, and I think costs are really important. You've got to have a a real keen eye on them at all all times and make sure that you know every penny counts. And I think um, you know many people say it that you know the the most wealthiest people have ever met seem to be the tightest, and you know there's a good reason for that, and there's a, you know a direct correlation why they're wealthy because they manage their money and they're all over their money and they don't like wasting it. So you know one thing to look at is your costs and uh, make sure that you're doing everything on that front. And um, I think also the the strategy that you're employing, a lot of people are kind of going in for, you know, uh, lower, cheaper properties to reduce their risk, but they're the ones that are making the smaller margins and I think throughout this winter period have probably been hit the worst. So uh, depending on where your model is, obviously, uh, it, will, it will depend what size uh, property you are looking at. But uh, for me, it's definitely focusing more on higher ADR, properties, uh, those that are making, you know, north of 750 a month net profit on a rental basis and four figures on a, on an asset purchase basis. I think that's kind of the model that I'm running with now. And yes, that means we'll probably, you know, not scale at the rate that we once were, but I do feel like we'll be more profitable and ultimately we'll have less guest hassle because we're not going to have as many guests coming through. So uh, that for me is a better business model and something that has really hit home over the last six months or so and something that we've uh, been focusing on more and more over the last couple of years as we you know, monitored the data and saw the, the profitability of certain units over um, you know, some of the underperforming units. Because you know, not every unit is going to perform. We are in a business, we're in a risk game and some will perform, some won't perform and you've got to make sure that you know, you're you're getting out of the ones that aren't performing if you don't feel like you can you can rescue them or there's no hope for them and you know you draw a line under the sand and obviously those that are profitable you try and reinvest your money back into that type of property that style of property that area wherever you know whatever the data is kind of telling you so 
for me, it's it's very much a, you know, it's a constant learning game, this. And I think, you know, in business, you've always got to be learning. You're going to have mental battles. You're going to be stressed. You're going to have financial battles. But there's also going to be some great times as well where, you know, things are flowing smoothly. You know, in Dubai right now, it's peak season. Um, we're taking a lot of bookings. The revenues are great. And, um, you know, it's a really nice place to be. So for me, I'm quite fortunate because we almost get 12 months of peak season. Uh, give or take because when Dubai drops off obviously the UK's uh, booming and obviously when the UK drops off Dubai's booming so it's a nice combined business model um, you know whilst they're separate businesses you know ultimately they're all mine and um, you know I, I get to you know obviously the cash goes up one it goes down the other and, and vice versa so you know all, all throughout each 12 months it's it's a nice sort of combination of businesses to have and um, you know it it helps certainly um move the the cash flow forward and the profitability of the business as a whole over the group you know so um something again to to maybe consider um you know can you operate in other areas when um you know you've got low 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 demand in in one one location one country can you maybe look at you know a country that's going to offset that in a in a different time and i mean don't get me wrong you probably Depending on where you're at, your journey, you definitely don't want to be doing that until you've, you know, mastered it in one place first. But it's something that should be, you know, I think on everyone's peripheral vision uh, for the long term, um, if you are planning to be in the game for the long term. And um, I'm not saying you can't make money in the UK, because of course you can, but we are going to have seasonality. We can't get away from seasonality in our game. And, you know, the winter months are, you know, probably from, you know, really end of November, early December, we see a huge, huge drop off. It's been dipping at that point uh, for several months, but then we start to see a huge drop off. And then it really doesn't come back until sort of, you know, now really sort of March, mid-March. And, you know, it's it, it obviously, you know, is a real tough month in January. February is a short month and then we're into March and, and then it hopefully just continues to rise um, all the way through till the end of August, early September. So, you know, you've got to be, You've got to be looking at that. Dubai is the other way around. So, you know, we have, um, you know, June, July, August is, is terrible. And then it kind of starts to pick up towards the Christmas period. It dips off again in January a bit. And then it kind of really picks up towards May. And then obviously drops back off again. So, you know, you, you get to um, understand markets. You get to understand what to do, how to protect yourself in the down times, how to, you know, hit the, hit the accelerator in the good times. And, uh, you know, when, when, when to invest, when not to invest. And, um, you know, I think one thing that my business has taught me over the last four years is definitely, um, you know, cash flow is king and, and, and cash is king, should I say. And, you know, you need to have it around you um, for the bleak midwinters and you need to be reinvesting it as much as you can when things are good so that you've got plenty uh, of, of growth and plenty more opportunity to catch the next peak season as it comes around. I think one thing that a lot of people do. And I quite like to invest in the the sort of down times because I also think you get the better deals as well. I think, you know, uh, around the Christmas time in the UK, a lot of landlords are not renting properties and they're going to struggle to get tenants. So that's a good opportunity for us to get deals. Uh, whereas, you know, when the, the rents are, are high and, you know, they, they, they can get a tenant quite quickly, it, it becomes very difficult. And it's the same for buying assets as well. You know, the summer's not a bad time to buy assets because a lot of people go away on holiday and don't really pay much attention. And obviously the winter as well is typically a, a bad time for selling assets because there's not much activity. So anybody that has got stuff for sale, uh, the demand uh, or the 
competition, I should say, is less, so you can you can normally get some good deals. So um, all in all, it's um, it's a balancing act, and you've got to prepare for it. It's a twelve month game; it's not a month by month game. Um, but if you if you really focus on it and um, you know what you're doing uh, and you're clever with your money then you know you, you will make it work so as always hope it helps please 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 subscribe it really helps the algorithms i say it all the time and don't forget to share like and comment speak soon